Get ready for Big Green Real Estate Talk. Hear about SW Florida and Southern Texas real estate market trends. Backed by two experienced marketers who have sold millions worth of real estate in their regions. No matter if you're an average Joe or a multi-million dollar investor, you don't want to miss this. All right, all right. As Chad just said, we are now live. The Big Green Real Estate Talk here for another episode. Thank you, guys. I uh, hope all the holidays were wonderful. Uh, Chad, what's our topic for today? Today, we're swinging off with why are realtor commissions so much money? Is that something that you've always wondered? Why do I have to pay a real estate broker, uh, brokerage? agent uh so much for their services and that is something that you know i've heard a few times before uh you know i don't want to pay that much for commission i don't want to pay that much for uh for you to list my home is there something else we can do uh and so with that tyler over in your market uh in florida so again thank you guys for tuning in by the way this is big green real estate talk live from uh san antonio texas uh, I'm a real estate agent here in the greater San Antonio area, Southern Texas. Uh, also Tyler's over there in the Southwest, uh, Florida market. Represent. Uh, huh? Represent, represent. That's right. Southwest Florida here. Um, right. so just, I, I think where you were kind of headed and I didn't mean to cut you off. I just had to represent there Southwest Florida. Um, just to kind of give you an in, I, um, insight on this i know that you're asking about a market so a lot of people right now and i know sellers listen i know you want your money right i get it you want to get every dollar you can possibly get um and i'm with you i'm a hundred percent with you i every realtor every brokerage everything is so different there's so many ways to you know you can cut this up to say this is the way that i prefer to do it why do we charge so much money, right? But the answer to the, your question is this. This is what I'm going to explain to everybody that's asking, okay? Is that with me and Chad, I'm, I want to hear your side after this, but with me and the way that I do things, I actually have a package deal. And you can choose the lower one, you can choose the medium, or you can choose the high one. But the difference in all these three different packages that you're choosing from is actually... Uh, how much you're, you're going to be paying. Now, I'll get into the next line of this because I could really dive deeper, but I want to go uh, based on what we kind of got outlined and I'll, I'll come back around when I'm talking about the buyer side. But for now, uh, you pick a package and basically in my packages, I will do X, Y, Z and each package is built differently. So that's, that's the way I do it. Well, that's an interesting strategy. I've never really uh, done that over here. That's, you know, we all run our businesses differently as real estate agents. It's up to you how you want to approach the uh, the table, so to speak. Uh, so with me uh, as a real estate agent here in, in San Antonio, I, uh, I use different strategies right now because I'm growing my business. I'm learning some of the ins and outs of, of how to strategize. Uh, when uh, getting the most value out of my time, but also providing the highest uh, caliber of service 
to a client, to a potential client, you want to make sure that you're providing, you know, proper marketing, um, proper uh, contract law, uh, you know, direction, uh, proper negotiation tactics, uh, you know, and when I say that word, I kind of use it a little loosely, you know, it's all ethical, it's all behavioral upon, you know, business and upon uh, what the seller uh, or the owner uh, feels comfortable with. And so sometimes you have owners who are trying to save money. Maybe they don't have a lot of equity in the home. In those cases, I could see where they would want to go with a 1% broker uh, looking to save some money. And it, you know, it, our, our jobs as real estate agents is to serve the client needs before our own. We have a fiduciary obligation to make sure that the clients are taken care of uh, top, you know, priority, regardless of how much a real real estate agent is paid. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people are under a misconception that they have to pay 6% and they don't, you know, straight up. The fact is fact, they don't. And uh, it's a standard that we've created across the industry before, way before I, I was born, <laughs> probably. And probably it'll be happening way before I die, way after I die, <laughs> but it's going to continue to stay some type of standard for, you know, keep the peace as I like to say, right? Um, but go ahead. I think you were going yeah, on about yeah, your no, packages. That's great. I mean, that's, that's great information though. The one thing that I want to really bring up, and so there's no, there's no set standard as Chad was basically stating, but a lot of people have their own mindset on what is always, what, they're used to hearing people charging or whatever. It's like, you know, when you go to, when you hear something for sale of a product in a store, it's always $5.99, $6.99, dollars You always know there's a 99 on there unless you go to Walmart, then it's 98, you know, or something mm -hmm. of that level, right? So people have created that own misconception of, of that. So now, Chad, you touched on this and I, and I want to go back to this concept really quick is that you're talking about those 1% brokers and so forth. So one thing that I have seen, okay, is that um, these 1% brokers that were that can be there or even let's say 0% listing. Um, and I'm going to try to go into this as, and, and Chad, you're, you can interrupt me and do whatever you got to do because I kind of want to make sure that, um, you know, that I'm, I'm under the guidelines of what, the difference is right and make sure that we stay on that topic but when it comes to the the zero or one percent brokerage versus the person who's gonna let's just say like myself who's gonna give you that package deal so listings for zero percent means that you're listing it for zero percent for those type of brokers uh, brokerages right right however the thing about that is is that even though the, you might be only at 1% or 0%, the thing is, is that you're still going to have to pay the buyer's uh, side with them. So in other words, they are still having to pay the buyer, right? They're going to say they recommend you to pay this much or whatever it is. They're going to set a recommendation for what you got to pay for the buyer. Now, on the traditional side, okay, when I give you the option to choose between a, B, and C package, I say it's going to be, uh, let's say, 5%, uh, 5 and a half, 6, or even 7, and you get everything in there. Then I 
factor in that I'm going to pay that um, that buyer agent essentially. So you're getting a you're you're essentially still having to pay a buyer agent in a in a long way, but you're not actually paying them because it's actually going to come out of my end um, in in the long term as a traditional. Plus, I'm doing a lot more marketing than what the other people are doing. They're really just listing it uh, in a sense of what an MLS technically does today, which is pushing out the Trulio, Zillow, and all these other uh, online websites. That's all they're doing. And that's why they're able to do it for that because then what they do is they, if they're charging you 0%, they're actually charging you a flat rate at some point somewhere. So that's the key. So they're doing it for a flat rate, but doing less work as opposed to the traditional way, we're out there going, and I'm going to say this, I mean, it's balls to the wall. That's plain as I can say it. You know, we're going to make sure your house is getting sold. We're going to make sure you get the top dollar. We're going to negotiate it. We're not expecting you or anybody else to write the contract. We're going to make sure the contract works for you. And that's my point. And sometimes when you have a salary worker or an hourly worker, you're not always getting that same type of satisfaction. I know that I go to my client's house at eight o'clock at night. If I have to nine o'clock at night, depending on the scenario, if I think it's an emergency, try to give them type of people a call. You're not going to get the same service. So it boils down to what type of service you're really expecting when you sell your house. Do you want just to save you dollars? No worry about the service and hope to God it sells. Or do you want some kind of service? And I mean, does that sound about right, Chad? Yeah, I agree. I think you're, uh, there's many things that, you know, that come up during the process and whether or not you're covered under 1% or 6%, uh, you know, like you, you kind of broke it down a, a little bit further, which is good because a lot of people don't know that you have to pay the buyer agent out of that commission. And uh, if you don't know how much, you know, you're going to be selling your house for, there's a lot of variables that have to be considered when you're walking into, uh, you know, that relationship with, with whichever broker you choose. And uh, in, in, in my case, uh, the 1% brokers on my case, like you were talking about is what they call referral programs. Uh, they've benefited me personally because I can, I can build relationships with people uh, it, it does allow them to get a hardworking, you know, real estate agent uh, for a little bit more of affordable price. Uh, but personally, I, I can't afford to do that long term because there are marketing costs, there are operating expenses, there are, uh, you know, regular business expenses that come into play that are not uh, calculated when it comes to the 1% brokers. Yeah, and that's and that's my whole point is that you know because of those things, it's hard it's hard to really throw your effort right. It's really hard to throw your effort into something if it's um, if the if the money's not there or it's hard to even throw. I mean, here's the thing: we when it comes to list, you know, a realtor really we we are a marketing phenomenon right that's that's our job as a listing agent right we're just talking about the listing side right now because that's the whole point of these commissions right we're talking about when you list a house with a realtor you're on all honesty what you're doing is you're paying for marketing at the end so here's another thing let, let me back up just a second because this is a very valid and important 
uh, scenario too. So there's companies out there or brokerages, however, that will say, you know what? You pay us. This is what you're going to get. You're going to get A, B, C, D, F, G, and we're only going to charge you uh, 1500 bucks. Well, that doesn't mean you're getting paid. You're, you're not paying the 1500 at the end of sale. You're paying it up front. And they're going to do all those things for you at $1,500 up front, whether your house sells or not. And you're still going to have to pay, uh, you know, out to a buyer agent because that's the only way that you're going to be able to do it. As opposed to just saying, hey, I'm already going to have to pay X percent and I'm paying X more to get all the marketing to go with it. And I don't have to worry about anything. That's the traditional way. And some of the other ones are really nice when it comes to uh, doing everything else. So I, I don't, I don't think that it's a issue at all when it comes to these, um, brokerages that want to do that. That's, that's kind of my, I know that, you know, Chad, you deal with a lot of referral based business, right? And that's awesome. But at what point do the, like, do you feel like you're doing everything that you possibly can for that brokerage? I mean, have you ever seen something like with a 0%? And how, if so, how does that work for you uh, on the zero percent side? I have personally never seen the zero percent yet. Um, I've heard of it. You know, I really haven't. I haven't dabbled into that business model too much. Now, to answer your question, though, that's a great question. As far as do I feel like I've provided full service? for the client at one percent the textbook answer is yes the you know the 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 i's were dotted the the t's were crossed we got their home sold at the highest market value in a short amount of time i did my best will there be a scenario that happens where one percent or is there a scenario where one percent listing fee that i'm charging a client is enough to really fulfill the obligation of getting that home sold at the highest market value in the quickest amount of time? The answer is not all the time. And the reason is because some things are harder to sell than others simply because of the fact that there's not, there's not that perfect buyer that is ready to buy that particular property at this given you know, price at this current time. You either have to wait for that buyer to appear um, or you have to market that property across many channels these days. Social media is saturated with ads. If they've seen your house, they've seen five houses, you know. Um, so a matter of trying to figure out which avenue um, is best for the client, obviously, like you just said, you know, having packages in place is a benefit not only to you as an agent, running your business, but also to, um, to the client, because I believe one of your packages includes, uh, you know, a bidding war, which is a great opportunity for anyone who wants to pay 7%, uh, you know, to have that as an opportunity to sell their home faster at the highest market value. That's what I'm talking about. You know, that is a category that falls into, into the 7% realm, because there's a lot of work that goes into that. You have to set up the signs or buy the signs. You have to get your lender out there, you know, buy them lunch, buy them, you know, something to subside the hunger pains halfway through the day. You know, the, there's all the back end stuff that even as a, 
consumer or as a client, I never realized until I sold my home uh, in 2019 last year before COVID hit, I had my home on the market, man, it was on for three months. And I was getting concerned because I'm like, well, what else do we need to do? Uh, you, I, I even, I even out of my own pocket, this shows you how serious I was. I paid out of my own pocket for a professional photographer to come take photos of the home because the real estate agent that I hired, he didn't even take professional photos. Yeah. And, and you know, that's, that's the, that's the funny part. So it's funny you bring that up even. So there's, the, I have learned my lesson. So let me just give you, a, this is a quick little story I can share. Uh, and you know, when I first started into real estate, I got a listing and I went to go try to take my own photos. Well, I, I realized something very quickly after I went to go take those photos. I was a, I was a marketing guru slash realtor, right? Not a photographer. See how none of that was in that mix. Right. So when I, so here's what I did. I, I got another listing and on that next listing, it was an eight, it was an 800 square foot condo. You know what I did? Even though it's an 800 foot square condo, I treated it as if it was the million dollar home. And I went and got a photographer and paid for it. Why? Because it's going to pay for itself because of that very reason. Because if I don't do that, then that's probably. And then another thing, all the strategies of marketing Facebook, we're, we're hit. I mean, you got to find a realtor. If you're out there, you don't have to pick me. You don't have to pick Chad. But sorry, Chad, I'm just being honest with them. But you don't have to pick us. But I will tell you that Chad and I both have a very extensive marketing, digital marketing background. And we have been to many conferences together to know that what works and what does not when it comes to digital marketing. So whether you're out there and you're contemplating whether to take on a realtor or not, you know, you need to see where they're at. I mean, if they say I come and they come into the room saying, why do you want, you know, why should I pick you? And the first thing out of their mouth is, well, I got 20 years experience. 20 years experience. You know how much has changed in 20 years? I mean, right. I, I, I'm just saying that the same strategies, do, are you changed with the curve? I mean, 20 years experience does not sell me. Okay. Knowing what I know today, 20 years experience does not, it does the experience help when it comes to certain situations. Absolutely. That's why I have, and Chad and I both have aligned ourselves with people that have the experience needed in hard situations but for the marketing aspect that's you got to find out where they lie with that are they one of those agents that just want your business so they can list and forget it and not do anything else those are out there you know there's so many ways to really put that out there but i, I think that it's it's very important which i'm going to kind of lead into this um i'm really going to drive this point home i think we touched on the second uh topic that we kind of wanted to cover with this whole topic in general. Mm -hmm. um, but to segue into this, what I will tell you is this, is that right now, why don't, you know, why do buyers, or let me rephrase this, why don't buyers pay for their agent? And why are the sellers paying, right? This is a big question. It gets asked all the time. And let me give you an answer. Remember when I was talking about it from the very beginning, what we were discussing, and I brought up the fact that I pay for the buyer agent, right? When you pick a package with me, regardless of what package you pick, you get marketing and you automatically get the buyer agent uh, fee out of that package. 
So I don't discount my fee and say, well, you're paying me 7%, but you got to pay 3% to the bot. No, I'm taking that in account. Let's say my marketing does very well and I bring the buyer to the table. Well, guess what? Nothing has changed. No, nothing has changed. I don't, the only thing that changes, I get to make a little bit extra money, but my work ethic paid off in a lot better way. The, the good news is if some other agent brings a buyer to the table, guess what changed? Nothing again. Why? Because I'm taking care of it out of the package that you chose, right? That's the way that I do it. Because at the end of the day, you pick a package is going to be a, how hard you want me to work for you and how much you really want me to throw that in there and how much marketing do you want exposure um, and how much, you know, this is another thing. And, I, and I'm going to throw this one out there for those uh, Fizbos out there that, that know, that know what they're doing. Um, and I know there's a lot of them uh, to hear them tell it. So here's what I'm going to tell you. And, I, and I'm not putting you guys down. I'm not saying you don't know. Well, maybe I am, but it, I am going to say this is that when it comes time to write a contract, I had this question be asked in a, in a YouTube video of a guy, I'm not going to mention any names, but I was watching a YouTube video and he was going through how you can do everything yourself, which is true. We have covered this topic of how to do it yourself. But the one thing that left me puzzled in the comment section when I was going through there is they said, and this isn't a FISBO, that the buyer says, if we don't have an agent and you don't have an agent, who does the contract? Well, <laughs> so the question becomes... Riddle me does, this, Batman. Yeah, exactly. So the question then says, oh, you can just get an attorney. Sure, you can get an attorney. But who's the attorney working for now? Is it for the seller or is it for the buyer? Who's got the fair advantage? Because he's not using the same NAR, which is the National uh, Realtor Association contract that, or let me not say that, it's not the NAR, but the state contract, right? That has been going thought through tons and tons of legal based on the Realtors Associations and up and down and making it fair for both sides and to make sure that everything's there and to make sure that the Realtors understand those contracts and make sure that it is fair for their party of representation or both parties of representation that's happening. So that's the difference. So again, when you're out there, who does the contract? Did you sign a deal and it didn't go through? Hey, comment, let us know. I, I'm down to hear anybody's situation. Let me know if you're a FISBO and you did sell out, let me know how you handle the contract without any realtor being involved. I'm curious um, because it's a, it opens up to a lot of liability for the FISBO and a lot of problems to the, to the potential buyer or buyer at that point. Very well said. I agree 100%. No doubt about that. That's what we're here for, you know. So when you ask, well, why do I have to pay so much? There's a lot that goes into it that a lot of people don't understand. And that's why we're here to kind of advocate for that. Yeah, not to, not to, get, too, not to get too thrown in, wrapped up in all the, uh, everything else going on in the world. But I'm going to tell you something. The government puts real estate agents, and I say, I've said this numerous times. Mm. The government allows us to get a license and the license becomes a, a liability factor for the state. So what does that mean? That means that we're here to serve individuals so people don't get ripped off. And our license is up for grabs by the state for a liability factor. If anything does go wrong, that's what the first thing that people go after if they think that they've been bamboozled by the realtor. And that's where we're at. This is where we're at uh, as far as... Um, you know, being held accountable. I mean, you know, so, I mean, there's, yeah, we get paid, uh, 
depending on the deal, you know, it could be, you know, it could be a thousand bucks. It could be, you know, $200, you know, depending on the deal. The, the point of the idea of the, all this is, is that we're here, Chad and I, I'll speak for us. We're here trying to help anybody who's looking to buy or sell a home, no matter what the situation is. And we're here, we'll tell you, and I, and I walk away from a deal quick. I don't take every deal. I'll walk away from a deal. If I think it's a, a shady deal, if I think it's um, kinky, whatever, I walk away. That's as simple as that. I don't, I don't stay with it because at the end of the day, we're here to do a job and that's market your property if you're selling it or help you, you know, get into it. And that's with contracts and training. And we do tons of training that's required by the state every single year. So that's just the way it works. Well, that's a good point, man. I mean, training is important, right? The certifications that I have. In fact, today I had to talk to an investor. He was, was like, he was like, Chad, how, how's your number on this property so high? He's like, because I'm only getting 170. And I said, well, uh, you know, I was like, how are you getting your comps? And he showed me all these homes that were not recently rehabbed. And I said, well, there's why. I was like, you're not looking at the right homes to value your, your flip. So even investors need, you know, to pay a commission uh, to sell the home properly. Otherwise they're getting, they're getting screwed, you know, on one side of the platform, whether it's when they go to buy the house for too much or whether they go to uh, relist it and don't get all the value out of it because a lot of investors like to go ahead and just do it themselves just to save on that commission. And a lot of them leave equity on the table. They don't even, they don't even know about. Yeah. And I'll tell you that not, not for nothing. I know that we, this, what you just said leads me into a whole nother topic, but we're going to save that topic for uh future. Be tuned in because if you see a title in our, any of our podcasts or anything that we got up and coming that has anything to do with a wholesale a wholesaler, Oh man, you need to join in. If you see that topic on our podcast, I'm going to tell you right now, if you join in on that, you're going to see uh, some good, good, good stuff there because I got a lot of questions uh, that we may have somebody. I don't know. I, I really want to, I know I don't want to dive too deep into it, but yeah, wholesaling is a whole nother ball game. I won't get into that. The only thing that triggered that was the fact you said money left on the table um, because I'm going to tell you something. If that's not that's not far fetched. People go out there every day and they think that they're gonna they're gonna sell it for top dollar. It may not be worth top dollar, or better yet, they might have a bad situation and they're trying to hurry up and sell and they'll do anything. They're desperate, and you know, whole another subject matter. But I will tell you that uh, yes, you can leave money on the table, uh, or you may be not selling because you're overpriced, and you'll never know until you step in front of somebody for. Uh, realtor don't go by it based off of zillow but you know because zillow the zestimates are so far gone I, I i honestly if i see a zestimate i'm like okay it has to be and i say it's far gone because they're 20 plus over or 20 plus under sometimes and twenty thousand is a big deal um that's not that that's that's like huge you shouldn't be that far off wait 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 you're saying that zillow estimates are not are not accurate yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh God. I never knew that. I've always been basing the prices off all my homes off of Zillow's estimates. You know what? In fact, uh, one of the things uh, I was going to ask Santa for this year was a red dragon. I wonder if he'll <laughs> give it to me. Yeah, maybe. They may be doing it. Uh, 
I tell you though, it's it's the truth. I mean, you don't just oh my god, guys, <laughs> if you're listening, don't do Zillow. Zillow is estimate. I know you guys think that Zestimate is the king of all kings uh, of the gospel out there, but please don't do it. Uh, and then, you know, another thing, just one last thing, and I'll, I'll let you wrap it up, Chad, but one last thing I'm going to throw out there is I had a guy, this is the story, I actually had a guy list his house, and one thing that he did when he listed his house was he put on there that he had a three-bedroom, two-bathroom, and I wanted to look it up, and I'm like, no. He has a two bedroom and a den. That's a problem because now you cannot, you, you can't advertise. And it wasn't like the den was a closet or the den had enough square feet. It wasn't any of those. It just was a den. <laughs> there was nothing to even try to say that this was, you know, rehabbed into a, into a bedroom, you know? Um, so with that being said, Guys, make sure you, if you're out there, you're going to do for, uh, for sale by owner because everybody sometimes wants to, you know, try their hand to make and save their money. But really, you're going to spend, you're going to spend some money getting the contract done. You're going to spend some money on just, there's so many things to the transaction. I'm not trying to scare anybody away if they want to do it themselves. But I will tell you at, at a minimal, if you're not going to use a realtor, go consult an attorney in your area, a real estate attorney. Yeah, that's true. You definitely need an attorney sometimes, you know, in fact, there's a case right now that we had a potential uh, client call us and she said, hey, I want to sell the rear portion of my land. And I'm like, okay, I look at it on the satellite. I was like, well, are you telling me that there's a house in front of your land? She said, yeah, and they won't help me. They, she said they won't put an easement on, on their, you know, from their uh, land to mine. And I said, well, you got a landlocked case. You need to contact a real estate attorney. You know, I mean, I probably spent 30, 45 minutes just kind of piecing everything together, emailing her, calling her, figuring everything out. I mean, that's time. Time is money. And without that information, she wouldn't have known. She was over here saying, well, I want to see how much my land is worth. I'm like, well, it ain't worth anything. You can't even drive on it. Yeah. And that's a fact. I mean, that's, that's true. And these things, you know, we're not attorneys by no means, just throwing that as a disclaimer. But I will tell you that um, we, you know, we may tell you to consult with something because of some just don't sound right. Just like Chad said, hey, you might want to go get an attorney because that don't sound right. You know, that doesn't make sense. So, and you're right, the land ain't worth nothing if you can't even get to it. So some people don't know what they don't know, right? That was one of, the, one of my old mentors bless his heart. He's, he said that all the time. Um, so, well, uh, anyway, I don't know if I have anything else. Uh, I think we've kind of hit our, hit our notch here on the 30. Uh, did you have anything else you want to go over? No, man, I think we covered it pretty good. I mean, I, I really was, you know, you, certain topics, guys, you'll see my energy just flow through this microphone just because I get so wrapped up in, in, in some of the stuff that I deal with on a regular and I think this was definitely one of them. At least I felt that way. If you guys out there, listen, by the way, check out my YouTube channel. If you want to see any of the big green talk, leave comments, leave questions, leave whatever it is you got. And I'll be more than happy. Chad will be too. Check out our YouTube channel. Mine, you just search Tyler Triplett uh, on YouTube. That'll come up and you'll see all the big green uh, real estate talk there. Uh, and then same with Chad. You'll be seeing some stuff come up there. On the limited, limited, oh my gosh, Chad, I can't even say your name. Go ahead, I'll let you do your own thing. 
Yes, sir. Limitless Realty Group, veteran owned and operated over here in San Antonio, Texas. Please subscribe to our channel. And uh, thank you for thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys. And you guys have a wonderful evening. And if you're listening to this, uh, subscribe to us on pot, on the uh, Google podcast and iTunes, uh, Spotify, wherever you're listening to, please subscribe. We plan on having more information. So next Wednesday, uh, we're trying to get between 6.30 and 7. I know today we ran late, just to kind of throw that out there. Uh, if you guys were expecting a 6.30, but we are going to be planning on doing 6.30 uh, every Wednesday at this point. So just throwing that out there. But anyways, thank you guys for joining in and uh, we'll talk to you next week.